Hello, David. Hello, Ryan. Sorry, mate. I'm at Giant Arcs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tiggy not training? Well, I don't think they're training today because Sam and Charlie are watching the game. Not training today, Paul Stanley says. Ah. Just leave the door open. This is the closest you'll ever be to being on the podcast. Come and say hello. I'll edit him. <laughs> Come say hello. Hi, Ryan. Hello, hello, mate. Hi, this is... Uh... Ladies and manager Paul Wynn Stanley, and you're listening to Dolly Boo Sound. It's not Dolly Boo Sound, is it? It's had a time. Craig listens to this. I know, that's why, that's why I'm. Uh... See, this is why I can't be on the podcast. No, it's not. You've had your, <laughs> right, you've had your do. You've had your do. Hi, this is Paul Wynn Stanley, joint manager of Lancaster City Ladies Team, and you're listening to How Did Town Get On? Lovely. We're back, mate. Recommissioned. Second season. <laughs> I know, I know, I can't believe they've let us back, mate. The biggest Lancaster City fan podcast. I know, but I, I, we do have some important um, admin to get underway with, though. Is that me or you? Oh, but This is both of us. We need to pick one form of messaging and stick with it. All I right, message okay. you on WhatsApp, you message me on Messenger. I will go for WhatsApp. Perfect. Okay, Tick. Mate. Important pod admin done. No worries. What a month. I know, mate. It's all feeling a bit too 2016-17, if I'm liking. Oh. Or even 2019-20. I'm not sure my body or my bank is ready for it. I know, and then we do well in the cup. We've got an all right draw. I know that September, we're on about August, but it's it's ticking along too well for me. I know, mate. How carried away are you getting? I'm on the edge of booking that Airbnb for the two weeks between the cup final and the trophy final. <laughs> but <laughs> there's no, I'm not doing two trips to London. It's just going to be one long trip. I think there's a bit of hyperbole in there, mate. <laughs> I, I have already started penciling in weekends for brownie points, which is tough when you're still in the FA Cup and the FA Trophy. Uh, I've also butted someone up to cover the working weekend I'm meant to be doing when it's fourth qualifying round weekend. <laughs> Apart from that, my feet are firmly on the ground, knees tensed, ready to float away if we win again on Saturday. Well, I was saying quads on after we beat Fleetwood in the pre-season friendly 6-0. So I'm not the, not the best person to like keep emotions in check because I know it's only August. But If we were still in the Integral League Cup, Quint would be on. They should bring it back just for us because we've had that much of a good start. Can you say it like... We won it every year. We won summer every year because President's Cup's ours because we won't last one in 2011. Yeah. So we win every year. Exactly. If we win league, we won't double. It's like, it's like Portsmouth during a World War Two, keeping the FA Cup in a box under the bed. I didn't know that. What about Felix slating me in post Atherton interview? <laughs> It was like he was waiting for it. I bet, I bet you, full-time, he was like, right, I know what I'm going to do. First breath of that interview. For context, but, listeners, on, on the shed end, the morning of the Atherton game, I said, if anyone's thinking of going today, we've not won there in the four years since they got promoted. Obviously, they, we did. And then in an interview, he said, that's Ryan's fault, that, because I saw your tweet this morning. I thought, you're having a bit of that. Don't know what he's crying about. We won. Should we get the skipper on? Yeah, let's. Hi, Tiggy. Evening, fellas. How you doing? You all right? I'm very well. How are you two? Yeah, cool. we're good, Matt. So we're just going to run through the month of August with you, Tiggy. We'll start with the first game of the season at Stafford. 
after losing home and away last season to them, I was expecting to play their usual way. But they came with a new style, which on the day could not handle how well we were. So they reverted back to type and that wasn't the answer either. As first games go, it was pretty much a flawless start. Yeah, I think since I've signed for Lancaster, I don't think we've started too well um, in the season. Um, we've kept a few clean sheets, but never got them goals to win us a game. So, like I say, staff have come with a different way of playing. Um, I think Tom Tonks, who normally takes the big long throws, was on the bench for that with a club. And I've just seen today he's left. So, obviously, they've had to change it to a different style. And he played into our hands, really. You know, we're a pressing, high-press team, um, playing the front foot. And... I think our plan of the game just worked perfectly and managed to get the goals and, yeah, we got the, the win we deserved. One of the opening goal scorers was Jake Connolly. Um, in your programme notes this month, you've described him as the thickest footballer you've ever met. And that is a bold claim. I have spoke to Have today and he was telling me about a story about you, him and Zav in the gym the other week. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah, he's a he's a picnic short of a sandwich, Jake, but you know, he's a top lad. Um and he's got all the ability in the world. Um and it's just good to see him back fit playing and scoring the goals and I've no doubt he's gonna go on to uh, have a great career. But yeah, I was in the gym and um he had to be like doing a lunge one side and obviously you just switch legs, you facing the uh, the mirror, you just switch legs. But instead of just putting, bringing his right leg up and putting his left leg out, he turned himself around and put his right leg back out that he'd just been doing. So Zav was like, what, what are you doing here, mate? He's like, I've not done this one yet. He's like, you have. You've just turned around and done the exact same movement you've just done. But he still couldn't get it and just carried on doing it. But that just sums him up, really. <laughs> you were saying before about the lad from Stafford moving on. Did you get annoyed with having to deal with big balls into box? I would imagine if they were hopeful lumps, the answer would be yes. But when they did that, their long throws are basically simulating really dangerous flat set peaks. Yeah, the, it's, it's, like, it's a bit like Sam Bailey's throw, really. It's, um, it's a straight long throw, like it's not high loopy. So it's, it's quite hard to defend and getting over the strikers. But, um, you know, we, we are planned for it. Um, and it's something I relish, you know, with being in the air and winning headers. But, um, like you say, the, the the format how they played it, it played into our hands, and obviously saying we didn't beat them last season, um, you know, it was a disappointment. But I think we've got a lot to prove this year, and the, you know, the start we've had is, has proved they're uh, really good, and you know, long may it continue. So we'll move on to Radcliffe now, a game where we played better with ten than eleven. Radcliffe are top goal scorers and unbeaten in the league for a reason. They were relentless in the first half and deservedly 2-0 ahead, but the changes made at half-time and the second-half performance was more of a reflection of our month, would you agree? Yeah, of course. I think we showed um, Ratcliffe too much respect, to be honest with you, in the first half. Um, instead of doing what we would have been good at in the first game, we sort of let them dictate what was going on. And, you know, getting Carl sent off early doors put us under pressure and, but we didn't start well at all, so irrelevant to Calps getting sent off. It just wasn't good enough. But obviously the manager made subs at half-time, put two up top, and you know we thought we'd give it a right good go. And um, we managed to do that. But I think you know I think going forward in, in the league games and stuff, it's it's all about us, um, how good we are and what we can do. And instead of worrying about the opposition, obviously no details on other teams. But like I said, we showed them too much respect and the lads we've got in the dressing room and the, the squad that Felly's put together this season. Um, we've got to worry about ourselves and what we've got to do. And 
let teams worry about us. And, and I think that's uh, what we've got to do moving forward. So he said, moving forward, we didn't move on to work. So a clean sheet on the road against a side who play in a 4G and are used to how it plays. Few chances for us, but I said a defensive performance, Marshall, by yourself and Simon Grant, which one is the point? How hard is it to play on these artificial surfaces, considering not one of them is the same? And is it safe to say you prefer playing on grass? Yeah, I just think it, it, it completely takes the, the game, like the footballing aspects of the ball doesn't bounce right. Sometimes it'll be a dodgy bounce. Sometimes it'll spit, um, like go out for a throw-in, especially when it's not been watered and it was a dry-out day like it was. But to be fair, they played it well. Um, normally, if, if you look back to last season, season before, I think, them type of games, you probably won't come away with anything. And looking back, them being, I think they only got beat once last season, and um, to come back with a point on the, uh, on, like looking at it now, it's probably a great point. And I, and I don't think they'll lose too many points at home. So it's a great result for us when we're looking at it now. And um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of teams in this league with uh, 4G. So, you know, we trade on, on 4G on a Thursday, you know, to get ourselves ready for the Saturday. But um, yeah, it should be grass all the time, but a lot of teams seem to be changing to go to uh, the 4G. Um, so it's just something we've got to cope with and adapt to. I think the highlight of August was undoubtedly when Macclesfield's self-anointed HMS Pistol League sailed down the River Loon. Must have smacked into Carlisle Bridge on the way through because we spanked him. Whether I'm a pessimist or a realist, I would have snapped your hand off a nil-nil. I think back and I, I know I remember they had loads of the ball, but we still absolutely battered them. They kept getting caught high and they just they just did not learn. I noticed they'd always switch it really well, especially out to the right hand side uh, to to the lad who was their best player. They brought him off with half an hour to go. I don't know why, but everyone knew the roles well. So sometimes Brownie would get caught, well not get caught, he'd press really high, but then Grandy would go out to touchline and then you'd up, end up in channel and Barnes and Bailey would be behind you. And we didn't actually look in trouble, even when we'd shifted really far and were actually getting caught quite far away from each other. Yeah, like I said, you know, they've got they've got good footballers, but we always felt confident going into games. You know, we, we feel like we, we do better against the better teams. Uh, it's all about making sure we do better against the lesser teams, like your Atherton, that obviously we managed to win on Bank Holiday Monday. But going back to the Mac game, we knew how they, they didn't change the player at all. Uh, they just wanted to get the ball out of the back, try and play, get us in one side and switch it. But once we realised what, what they're doing, and obviously we got a bit of info before the game, we knew what they were doing. So, you know, it was good, especially when everyone's pressing, you're pressing from the front, it makes it easier from your back to get higher, you can press better. But we took our chances and it's easy to say now, but we could have been five, six easy. Um like I said, that, that's just the belief we've got in the dressing room right now and the, the quality of players that we've got, that them victories shouldn't, should be happening all the time and not just one-halves. And we've got to make sure we do that over the course of the season. I was uh, glad to see Jacob Allen-Wilkinson scored after missing a sitter and getting up, having been fouled. I'd have been annoyed if you'd have missed that. Yeah, I said that to him. He said he should have gone down. Um, he obviously gets a red card. We get a penalty. Uh, but... He always said he felt confident, you know, he knew the guy was flying in, so he knew he could cut it in and, you know, he's a great finisher. He showed that in pre-season and, you know, he shouldn't be really at this level, to be honest with you, but, you know, dropping down from Stoke, he wants to prove his cell, he wants to start playing, he wants to score goals and being at Lancaster previously, he knows the lads and 
you know, with the, with the type of group we are, that he can flourish and learn and play games and hopefully keep uh, progressing his career. And I'm no doubt he'll do that once if he carries on scoring and, and puts in the performances that he does. Their captain Mendy came with glowing reviews, but Connolly made him look distinctly average on that third. Yeah, like I said with Jake, you know, we missed him last season. He's like a new signing, isn't he? He's uh, he's got pace, power. He's a strong lad. Um, I don't think he knows what he's going to do half the time himself. So God knows how a defender's going to know what he's going to do. But like I said, that pace and power down the right, you know, he put him on his on his bum, and um, yeah, it was a great finish as well. And with his finishes, he he hits it really early, so the keeper can't get set and. Like I said, he's a credit to himself, to the way he's come back. And um, I've no doubt he's going to embarrass a few defenders over the course of the season. So before we move on to the bank holiday football, I just want to talk to you about Lancaster City ladies under new management. Paul Wynn Stanley and Becky Upjohn, um, former guest of this parish. And they start on Sunday against Horwich St Mary's ladies. They, are, they have got a new pitch this year. They're going to be playing on Willow Lane. And as always... Howdy Town Get On will be sponsoring their Player of the Month award again. Teague, have you got any words of encouragement or best wishes for them for this season? First and foremost, you've got to, you know, you've got to congratulate him on last season, how well they did. And, you know, new management with Paul and you know, Paul Wolf, been with him at Chorley and stuff. And, you know, he's relishing the opportunity after I've spoken to him. So hopefully they can continue doing what they're doing, uh, keep progressing and, you know, keep doing the ladies proud and um, good luck for the game on Sunday and hopefully, you know, they'll bring some more trophies on this season. Absolutely. But we'll go on to the 2-2 draw at Hunter Guys. It was a battling performance, which won us a point after a slow start, showing the resilience of this group of players. As captain, is this one of, if not the best squad you've been captain of for, for the Dollies? And has keeping the majority of last season's squad been a catalyst? Yeah, if if you look at the obviously the squad this year, we've fellas probably added four or five players. Um, he did all the recruitment last season, and I think without all the injuries that he had to deal with, I think we'd have been up there last season. But you know, to keep everyone together, it's quite rare in non-league because people move for a five or a year or ten of there, and you know, to keep the lads, it just shows how how well the group of lads get on, and they want to stay together and play together. So, um, yeah, to be two nil down was disappointing at half time, but. You know, we regrouped at half time, and that, that's the belief in the dressing room that we believed that we could get something from the game. And um, I think we could have nearly gone on to win it, really. But to get a draw when we've been 2 0 down, it, you know, it's a, it's a credit to the boys and um, what got said at half time. And, you know, it's a good point on the board and put us in nicely to, for the next game. Bank holiday Monday, always a, a pain in the ass for the, for the Barramaras. Always a pain in the ass for us as well, going to Everton the way they used to play. But they changed it as well this year. They've got a new look side but a thoroughly professional job and a good result in the end, despite, unfortunately, what happened to Nico. Yeah, like I said, Everton, have, it's not a nice place to go with a big slope on the on the hill, but, you know, they used to make it a tough place to go with, you know, land of giants, um, you know, just play long balls and they used to get results that way, but with new management style and a change of play, they've got a, young, a lot of young lads in the team, which, you know, they, they want to get the ball down and play football, but, um, like I said, it worked to our advantage again. We could have been 4 0 up at half time and you know, a few changes in the team. Um, but it just shows us the squad depth we've got that it makes the team up and still come away with a great result. Where I read somewhere that Felly never won there before, so um, yeah, it's a great result and in line with our, our great start to the season. 
Jager, we brought in Simon Grand in the summer, and uh, after the Clitheroe game, Feli was saying, learning from last season, he needed some cover for you centrally and Jamie on the left. I'm sure he knew how good he was and didn't mean that he'd just be a cover player. And he's, he's shown his class. He's played God knows how many football league games. He's got player at month. What's it like playing with someone alongside you with similar experience rather than two younger lads, which is generally what you've had to do? Yeah, it's just good to have another voice in the dressing room. Obviously, I played against Grandy quite a few times and I've known him for a while. And when Feli signed him, it uh, obviously adds to the experience, but also adds to the cover where we can um, switch it around at the back if needs be. And yeah, like I say, he scored two goals already, um, one player a month, and he looks a great signing now. And yeah, long may it continue that you know the, the players and the caliber that we could we have, we've got the squad and that we can maybe get in in the future. Um, continues to do well for us and helps the team progress and getting them playoffs and challenge for being at the top. As club captain, I'm fairly sure we've got one, but obviously in football there is infamous fine lists without naming names. Has, has anyone fallen foul yet? Yeah, to be fair, last season I had a really long, long, long fine list, so I've cut it short this season. So I've just been totting up the tolls tonight, ready to put in, in the lads' group tomorrow. So no doubt I'll have a thousand messages Ask him how to find two pound here and there, but a fine's a fine, and you know they've got to do it. Um, probably Grandy's up there with the most at the minute, playing workshop away. Uh, I think it was workshop. He forgot his boots, which for an experienced player is a uh, is a big big fine. So yeah, there's there's a few fines going about, and obviously it all goes into the kitty for you know the team bonding at Christmas. So lads don't mind paying it really because the end of the day they'll get it back in drink tokens. So it's it's something to look forward to. Uh, so you, you've spoken about team bonding there and you've alluded to it, but how have the new lads settled into the squad? Is it easier for them for them to settle? Like you said, most of the recruitment was done last season. Yeah, like I said, there's a, there's a close tight-knit in the group. So when someone comes in, you know, the lads all help, um, welcome them with open arms and it's quite easy to fit in. I found that when I first come back to the club, you know, enjoying it. Knew, knew a few lads, a lot of the lads are mates off the pitch as well. You know, they socialise together, so it makes it quite easy for when new players come in because they can just fit in nice and easy and just take the time of getting getting to know lads. But obviously, you've got to do all your uh, coming in and doing your singing and doing uh, your little things that we have planned for them on the away coach. So yeah, it's all it's all great. It's just it's just a way of getting the lads to know each other more and getting involved with everything. Tiggy, thanks a lot, mate. Short and sweet, lads. You're welcome. Good luck Saturday. Tough place to go. To be fair, we do well at our door, don't we? Don't yeah, know, we do. Uh, nice one, mate. Thanks a lot. No, See you soon. You're welcome. Second, fellas. Bye bye.